Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Well, 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 the Oscars are over for another year. We weren't planning on doing a podcast about them because usually they're not very eventful. However... This year is probably the most eventful Oscars in a long time, um, especially to do with the best picture announcement and re-announcement. <laughs> my name's Lonnie. I'm here with my girlfriend, Sine. Hello. This is a movie review podcast called I Only Like You. Um, generally, we review a film and talk about something that has been annoying us this week. This episode is not like that. It's just generally some of our thoughts about the Oscars. Um, I've got a weird sort of relationship with the Oscars, I think they're awesome, but also think they don't matter. So <laughs> I think it's awesome if you win and it's awesome if a film you like has won and it's awesome that we celebrate filmmaking in general and talk about the um, great films they've been made this year. However, if you don't get nominated, not the end of the world, lots of people who are great filmmakers have never been nominated, lots of films that are amazing didn't get one nomination let alone a win. So, I don't know. It's one of those weird things, isn't it? The fact that it's on TV and it's all about celebrities and about the dresses and stuff, it's, it's a totally different thing to what it should be. And I feel like a lot of different people put a lot of meaning into something or put their own meaning into what has happened at the Oscars when really it's just a fun night when we shouldn't take it too seriously. I like you told me once that it's basically just like um, a company's awards evening. It's an industry award <laughs> night that happens to be on TV and it has famous people in it and so we get interested yeah. so people get upset when they don't recognize everybody who's in the um in memoriam section well yeah but those people are quite popular and famous in hollywood hollywood the industry yeah, or filmmakers industry. in america yeah yeah and they always want to do things to make the whole night um a better tv better for tv audiences but it's not really for that it just happens to be on tv you know mm. it doesn't really matter to the hollywood industry people if you know people in I know Arizona don't really like what's it goes too long or something. I know it's a weird sort of weird thing, yeah. isn't it? And it's weird that we put pressure on them to win, but they can't say that they want to win. Yeah, I, I, it's one of those weird things I was just thinking of this morning is that if someone is like, yeah, I really want to go win an Oscar or campaigns heavily for an Oscar for their film or for themselves, we think that's arrogant and against the spirit of the awards show. Mm. However, we've created this thing that is the pinnacle of being an actor or being a writer and a filmmaker. This, you give this award on TV, it's watched by millions of people, it's an honour, you get a gold statue, millions of people um, will watch and admire you for winning it. But to say you want to do that and to campaign for that is seen as wrong. Hmm. Isn't that strange, you know? Yeah. It's not wrong for an athlete to say they want to win the Super Bowl or... A gold medal. Know, yeah. But I guess that's the thing about art, though, is that it's not competitive usually. You're just doing it to entertain or to inform or something. But then why have awards at all? Yeah. You know? It's yeah. very it's – a, it's not a clear-cut thing. And I think it's because of that weird intersection of different things that are happening, different 
um, competing ideas that people find it easy to put their own meaning on things that don't necessarily have that meaning. Um, I think you know, people joke about it, but it really is just an honour to be nominated, right? And that's that's what most people are happy to be nominated. Which yeah. brings us to the whole debacle at the end, right? It really it sums up the whole <sighs> like awards campaign for me, to be honest. Moonlight versus La La Land. What a debacle, really. Now, it's no secret that we love La La Land, yep. right? We haven't recorded our podcast yet for Moonlight, but we intend to. Mm-hmm. But spoiler alert, I appreciated it but didn't love it, and Lonnie, you I, liked I, it. About the same. I thought it was great, but I didn't have that personal connection to it. Um, Just because we feel this way does not mean we are racists. <laughs> no, totally. And that's the, the strangest thing that's happened is that La La Land, because it has white actors in it, has become a racist thing. It's it's, uh, it's all about white people mm-hmm. winning everything, which if you've seen the film, they don't win everything. They don't get everything they wanted. No. And on the same token, Moonlight has lots of black actors in it, and that's wonderful. Mm-hmm. But and, and, I, and I'm really happy it won. However, just because you didn't like it, as you said, doesn't necessarily mean you're a racist person. It seems like, especially with these two, if you loved Moonlight, you have to hate La La Land or vice versa. Like, they're yeah. really pitted against each other. And I don't really understand why. Like... Well, it, it, it's so crazy. It's just because of the two best films of the year, I suppose. Mm. But if La La Land was delayed and released this coming year, mm. you'd be up against whatever's next year and vice versa, you know. Well, as you said, um, Moonlight's not compared to Spotlight, which had no, no black actors in it or no, any all. other film. It's just because... These are around at the same time. They're kind of mixed in with each other. And and they'll be forever linked now because of what happened at the end when they announced the wrong film. Yeah. So quickly about that, that's it's really sloppy, isn't it? You don't expect to see that sort of thing at the Oscars. You However, do. it's human error. It happens. It's not anyone's fault. Well, someone's fault, but it's not like it's a, yeah. it was a malicious thing. Yeah. Um, I I'm, feel sorry for everybody involved. I'm annoyed that Warren Beatty's getting a hard time. He bloody looked at Faye and was, like, looking around. You think someone could have helped him or yeah. come on stage and been like, oh. Well, that's the thing about the secrecy. No one else knows apart from the two guys from yeah. Cooper, And then and he gets up on stage and it's, like, the biggest moment. Everyone's waiting for this moment of the night. And he's nervous, obviously. And then someone screwed up, not him, but he's out on stage trying to recover. And she just thought he was being silly and was like, oh, it's La La Land. But, yeah. it, you know. I don't know. I live TV, you know. It's yeah, happens. I'm. I'm aware that our point is a little bit tarnished by the fact that we love La La Land. Yeah, we're biased, but. However, a lot of the pieces I've been reading are about how awful it was for Moonlight to not have their proper moment, and I totally agree with that. I'm not saying that's not the case, but I haven't read a piece or seen anyone talking about how awful it must have felt to work for like a decade on getting your film made, go through all the awards show, you know, have a great reception, get on stage, you've finally been acknowledged as the best film, all your hard work, and then to have those awards ripped out of your hands, basically, that would have just been absolutely heartbreaking and crushing. Mm -hmm. But you can't talk about that because if you're talking about that, then you're hating on Moonlight and not acknowledging that their moment was ruined too, you know? Well, that's one of the things... The people who made La La Land seem to love Moonlight 
and vice versa. Yeah. Because people who are at the Oscars <laughs> love films. They're not there because they have all these other agendas. It's, it's essentially because they love films. And, of course, there's rivalry and whatever, but... All this rivalry has been created by the media yeah, and for sure. viewers for no reason. You know, the people who are making the films love films and love each other's films and just mm-hmm. are happy to be there. But they want to win. That's totally fine. And yeah. so when, when the producer of La La Land was a bit snippy when he was talking about it, when the, he was the one who said, oh, actually, Moonlight, you've won, come up here. He was getting a bit angry, right? Yeah. Totally understandable, right? Just because of what yeah, you just said. because he thought he'd won and then... All of a sudden all someone a sudden comes behind him. Yeah. You know? It's an awful thing to have happen. I can't imagine what that must have felt like to, like, be finally recognised for your decades' mm. worth of achievement and then it's just gone. Yeah, it's like you said, it's like getting a gold medal and being up on the podium and then they like, oh, sorry, you actually came second. Here's a silver yeah, medal instead. Yeah. Yeah, it's awful experience and um, like I'm not angry Moonlight won. I am suspicious of why it won. Mm-hmm. I think it was a great movie. It's a very art house movie. Um, it's not one that everyone will like, which is fine. It doesn't doesn't have to be a popular film that wins Best Picture. However, I wonder if there hadn't been so much talk in the lead up to the Oscars about. La La Land being so shit and racist and if they give it to them and the Academy having issues with um, accusations of racism, if none of that was involved, if that would have changed the vote, if they were concerned about being seen as racist, so then they didn't vote for La La Land because of that. I've got two things to say to that. I think firstly that people have very short memories the last two years all the acting nominations were white people and the Oscars so white hashtag campaign, yeah, yeah, totally valid and, and I support that 100%. However, it was only a couple of years ago that 12 Years a Slave won mm, mm-hmm. and there have been other times in the Oscars history where people of colour have won awards mm-hmm. and it's, again, I go back to the point that it's just an award and it doesn't really matter and there, are, I think if there was a problem in Hollywood, the Oscars would just be a symptom of that rather than the cause of people of colour not being recognised yeah. or being given opportunities. Um, secondly, though, I think, unfortunately, we can't work. We can never know why people voted a certain way. We just know how this happened. Mm. So it's not like you can say, I voted for La La Land because I thought it was awesome and for this reason, this reason. You just say, I liked it, you know. No, I know. And I'm not, I'm not, try- I'm just speculating. I'm not trying to, like, say they did it for this reason. Yeah, I just sure. wonder if all of that debate and the fact that they were pitted up against each other, these two movies were pitted up against each other from the very beginning would have influenced the decision compared to, I don't know, two movies that weren't pitted against each other. Yeah. Unfortunately, though, that it's just whoever wins it wins it. You know, it's not, we can't yeah. go into that sort of stuff. I do think there's something that, that that's happened and partly because of the media speculation about the Oscars that you were just talking about where there has to be a winner and a loser and, and two people competing, two movies competing against each other. I also think it's to do with social media and how, um, you know, Twitter and Facebook, it's all about having the, the right opinion and yelling your opinion and only talking to people mm. who also have the same opinion as you and absolutely hating someone else who's got a different opinion. There's no nuance left in any debate, right? That's very true, yeah. So I think um, you could have liked La La Land and, but not thought it should have won Best Picture, mm-hmm. but I've, I don't think I've seen anybody say that. No. I've only seen people <laughs> talk about how if you like La La Land, you're an awful person yeah. who is flying in the face of, of jazz music yeah, and how it's all about white people appropriating jazz and stuff. I'm like, 
people who are talking about that have never listened to a jazz album in their whole entire <laughs> life, have they? They have, they have no appreciation or knowledge of, of jazz, but they just have worked out that yeah. it was bad that Ryan Gosling liked it in the movie. Yeah. They... And if you actually watch the movie, I'm, oh, you have, I know, you've seen it twice, and they're going to go see it again tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> he wants to save jazz in its old form. But John Legend's character wants to save jazz by actually doing something new with it. Yeah, so the black people are actually... Yeah, so you can make the argument that his love of jazz is actually like a flaw of his character Mm -hmm. and how by trying to to, um, preserve it in its current form, he's actually killing it. Even though, like people, this is the thing, people don't really analyse things properly. He says in the film he wants to save jazz and so everyone thinks that's what he's doing. Yeah. You know, it's this thing I've talked to you about recently that people can recognise something I think that's an analysis of a film or a criticism of a film. Yeah, that's what I said, that they yeah. can, they, they've they picked up on something and they've observed it. So they said there's only white people in La La Land, right? So they've made that assumption. But they don't go a step further to explain why that's a bad thing or why that's a good thing. They mm. think it's enough to just make the observation. And on, on the same token, a lot of people who've never seen Moonlight mm-hmm. are saying, well, it's really good that black people a black people movie has won. And it is great. Yeah. But is it just great because there are black people in it? And see, that's this is the sort of thing I get in trouble saying this, but it's that nuanced debate you've got to think about. Yeah. Is it literally just having people of colour in your film enough to make it an Oscar-winning movie? Exactly. And to go one step further, Moonlight does not portray the black community in a very positive light. No. It might portray it in an accurate light. Yeah. And it's awesome to show the tragedy of, of life in some, in like, broadly, to show yeah. it's just okay to show bad things on film. That's totally fine. But you're right. People talking about how this was a win for little black boys and little black girls in America. I'm like, so you're showing them they yeah. can win an Oscar. They're, they're a film about them can win an Oscar as long as they're drug dealers who are going yeah. through an awful time in their lives. I know. Compare that to Hidden Figures, about three women sending America to space. Yeah. That doesn't get talked about as an inspiring film like Moonlight does for some yeah, reason. I don't know. Hey, it's, it's very strange. Yeah, I just don't understand that really. But you can't say that to people because it, immediately they'll jump on your, down your throat and think that you're racist. Yeah, once or whatever. you say that one thing, people will describe everything else you have to say. Exactly. And I hate that about our, our current debates mm-hmm. in, in public mm-hmm. life. It's, it's really it, disheartening. The thing is, though, you can't present a nuanced argument or have a nuanced discussion in 140 whatever characters on Twitter. Hmm. You just have to shout your opinion yeah. and you can't not like La La Land. You have to hate it. You have to think it's the worst thing that ever existed in the whole world and mm-hmm. it's cancer and it's going to ruin society. And even if you try and say something a little bit longer in whatever way, you're on TV or something, mm-hmm. as soon as you say something someone doesn't agree with, they're always tweeting about it and yeah. turn turn TV off or exactly. turn off the switch interview. off, yeah. So it's really, really hard to be a person. <laughs> um, <laughs> the thing I will say about Moonlight, though, it winning and it being a very popular film that has got lots of recognition mm-hmm. does show that those stories are valid. Absolutely. And that's great. Yeah. That is wonderful. However, you know, do you have to have a movie about being a, a black person being a gangster or a black person being a slave for them to have won an Oscar? See. Is that just another thing about why people only like black people when it's convenient for them to be tragic figures in their when stories? And when they fit into the narrative that they've created. Exactly. exactly. Yeah. So I feel obviously Lonnie and I are both white people Living in Australia, so Living we're pretty in Australia privileged. Living in a certain sense of privilege. So, you know, take what we're saying with a grain of salt. Obviously, our argument is not nearly as strong as someone, you know, of colour. But, I know I said but, yeah. and I don't mean to negate everything I just said. Yeah. However, it's, you know, I'm glad that they won and it must be so inspiring to have a film about black people winning and everything. But 
I think if we hand out awards based on the colour of people's skin as a token, I think that gets concerning because you want everyone to stand up as equals and be equally recognised, not only recognised if it fits the white narrative that we've all created of black people as drug dealers or black people as slaves, as you said. Yeah, you're definitely right. In in, in a perfect world where there were no racial tensions and, and mm. nothing bad happened, it would be a total meritocracy and the best film would win. However, there's politics, there's, there's race issues, mm. there's women issues, um, there's all sorts of things that happened in the real world. Yeah. It's just, I don't know, it, it, the thing about this one, it's, it's not everyone has agreed that this is the best film of the year and these people should have won, and that's probably never going to happen. No. It's La La Land not winning in the way that it did has sort of coloured, excuse the term, Moonlight winning, you know what I mean? Mm. It's not really made it a great win for Moonlight or a, or a good loss. Yeah, you know, I know what you mean. It's it, ruined both of It's the ruined the, the victory and the defeat. And that's the thing. I read an article yesterday. I can't remember where it was from, but um, it said that this idea that it didn't have to be Moonlight winning, it had to be La La Land being defeated. And that's yeah. just an awful way. Like, you can't, you're allowed to not like something. And that's totally fine. And no one's ever going to be upset with you for not liking something. But hating something so bad. When know? there are much worse films out there than La La Land. Totally. Much totally. worse films that are trying to promote a, a worse message than what they're trying to do, which is just follow your dreams. Yeah. I just wanted to talk quickly, just go back to what you said about the Oscars being just awards and the fact that the best film doesn't always win. Well, that's impossible because everyone has a different opinion of what the best film was. Sure. But often Oscars are awarded, you know, like two people because it's their time to win an Oscar, not necessarily for that role. Like we haven't seen Fences yet and Viola Davis won Best Supporting Actress for that. But she was also nominated for The Help, which she was incredible in. In doubt, she was just as good in that. Yeah, exactly, even though she's in a couple of scenes. Mm. So do you know what I mean? Like sometimes they give the Oscar 20 years for a nothing role because it's their time and they deserve it when it's not necessarily the best performance of that year or it's not, I guess what I'm trying to say is the awards aren't necessarily an accurate reflection on the work. Yeah. It's more just recognition in the industry. Do you know what I mean? I totally agree. And that's where that, that point I said before about, you know, the athlete winning the gold medal, if it's a sporting contest, you can't have a clear cut winner. Yeah. Because once one person has, has run the fastest, right? They, they've won. They cross the line first. Yeah. When, when you have some sort of judgment involved, um, it becomes very tricky because it's not always going to be what everyone else thinks. That's the thing. Art's subjective. Yeah. And... So having awards for <laughs> yeah. art is very strange, isn't it? And there's no boxes to tick to show that you've done cinematography well or that you've done sound well. It's just however tells the story and each story is different. So, yeah, I don't know. It's both the blessing and the curse of, mm. of it, I guess. I think I said this to you yesterday, but I'll say it again. La La Land had so many nominations because it was a, a real film. And I mean that in the sense that it was doing everything well that cinema does well. Mm-hmm. It had great camera work. It had great costumes and colour. It had great storyline. It had great acting performances. It was really strongly directed because everything came together well. Mm-hmm. While other films are really based around one performance, like Jackie, that was pretty much all about um, Natalie Portman's role. Mm-hmm. Other films are all about the director, like Quentin Tarantino. It's all about 
everything serves him as the director, the auteur. Mm-hmm. But I think La La Land was, was so well recognised in terms of getting so many different nominations was because it had all those elements working really well because it was that sort of film. A musical has to have all those elements. Yeah, so it relied more on all of the cogs working together equally to form something. Yeah. Whereas Moonlight was very heavily based on performances Mm -hmm. and about writing and the story and the emotion, I guess. Yeah, and, like, I'm trying to say you can have a a film that wins Best Picture because it was the most popular, but maybe it didn't have the strongest cinematography, you know? Yes. But La La Land, as a a musical and as a really well-made musical, has all those elements that have worked really mm, well. Mm. Um, so, yeah, it's – you're right. It's – maybe it shouldn't be most outstanding performance by a male. It should be this is the film we're recognising this person for yeah, this year. For this year. <laughs> Didn't yeah. fit on the card, though. That yeah, one. no, it doesn't. But then you look at films that weren't even – like I really think Arrival – was second to La La Land last year. Like it was the it was a technically brilliant film. Mm. Like we spoke about this in our podcast review of it, that everything was exceptional about that. The way they used story and narrative structure and they did something different, but it was similar to what we already knew. Like it was just beautiful. And it hasn't really been talked about a lot, you know? Yeah, it was nominated for Best Picture, but no one has really talked about it at all because it's all been about Moonlight and La La Land. Yeah. And, and you said you really liked... Um, I liked Hell or High Water. Yeah. And it got nominated, and that's wonderful that it got nominated and got a, a bit of recognition, but I don't think people are going to be talking about it in 10 years, unfortunately, because this year will always be remembered as the Moonlight La La Land It will year. be, yeah. And so for some reasons that just didn't ring true to us, you know, in our experience of watching the film. Well, the main complaints are it's a racist film, I think yeah. just because your film includes two white people at its helm doesn't automatically make it racist. And be- and because they're doing jazz music. There are doesn't... lots of people of colour in the film <laughs> who yeah. are playing the jazz music. John Legend's character is the one that almost saves jazz He's, in inverted commas, jazz, you know, yeah. by adapting. They don't get what they want. They're not two privileged white people who get what they want in the end. Have you seen the film? Mm. They don't end up together. They don't get everything they wanted. They question, was it all worth it if we don't have each other? But we're here. It's about chasing your dreams. It's about, I don't know, I I don't like it when an argument is invented by people, such as the film's racist, but there's no basis for that, right? So all of a sudden you're defending it from being racist, but it actually wasn't at all. And they in invented the first place, that. exactly. Yeah. So but it makes because... me sound like a, like a sympathiser because I'm, <laughs> you know, trying to defend it against something that it's not in the first place. Yeah. I just, they've recognised that there's two white people in the lead mm. and I don't know, I just... I... The other bullshit I've heard about it is that they couldn't sing or dance very well. Like, oh, fuck's sake. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, everyone. <laughs> they could, couldn't they? They sing and dance better than I can sing and dance. And, and there's that's part of it too, though, like the intertextuality of, of it. Part of the charm is that they're not the best ever, but Because they're fine. real. They're supposed yeah. to be real because you're supposed to know that they're actors sort of in a way and you're supposed to know Ryan Gosling is playing it. And, oh, I don't know. I just, that's the point. That's yeah. the point. But they have wonderful chemistry and they work well off each other and they're, they're great performances individually. Like, isn't that more important than them being the very best singer or dancer in the whole entire world? I thought so, but apparently not. Yeah. Well, 
it was it was great that Moonlight won, and it was sad that La La Land didn't win because we liked it. But mm. you know, it's not going to ruin the film for us anymore. No, I, it's but. Watching the film now, it has all that other different meaning that people have applied to it. I know. You can't just watch the film. You have to watch it in this context now. It's very sad. You said it must have been so sad for Damien that he's worked so hard on this film. Yeah. And Since now it's finished... just been taken away yeah. from him and turned into an argument about something else. And, yeah. you know, that's not the intent it's of the film. It's become an argument about Trump's America, even though the film was made last year, well before Trump was even yeah, president. Yeah, I, I heard and... someone saying it's good that it lost a Moonlight One because La La Land represents Trump's America about white people getting what they want or something. And it's good for the for the marginalised group of black people to, like, raise, you know, their voices and be heard and everything. I just, like... Well, yeah, it is good, but that's not what's going on here. And the film started like five years ago as a project. I know. Damien, I just like, like it's a statement on the, on the world or something or on like of all the messages in films, isn't La La Land one of the most uplifting about following your dreams and, you know, not giving up and sticking by what you believe in and everything? Wouldn't that, like if it's about messages, mm. that's a great message. I just... I don't understand any of the several arguments that they're using to say that La La Land is a cancerous beast of a film. <laughs> but that's the thing. It's it's overreaction. So someone overreacts to the film and says it's all that thing and then you get, you become along and overreact even more to it and have to defend it and I then it, it becomes like a big shouting match and yeah. no one actually comes in between. You can not like La La Land, but why do you have to attack people who did like it? I know. You know? There's a guy I follow on Twitter and he must tweet about La La Land every single day. <laughs> and I actually, I tweeted at him. I was like, for someone who doesn't like La La Land, you talk about it a fair bit. And he was like, oh, yeah, I should find something else to complain about. Well, he did that for about a day, so now he's, he's still <laughs> tweeting about it. He tweets about the stupidest shit as well. Every time something happens, he talks about, oh, I had an art in Paris once sort of thing because of her character. Oh, Jesus. I'm like, you're just making fun of it because you didn't like it, you know, yeah. and, and it's ruining everyone else's experience. The thing is, you experience. know, it wasn't made for him. No, if he didn't like it, then that doesn't even matter, you know. Doesn't even matter, yeah. Another argument where all the nuance has gone from is the whole Casey Affleck and sexual assault allegations and the fact that did he actually deserve to win if he's, you know, a sexual predator or something like that. And that's another thing where there's no nuance because he's been accused of certain things and if you want to, you can look up those accusations it's public record now. You can also look up that it's been settled out of court mm. and from a certain perspective it's been settled, you know, like... Those what, what... women agreed on that amount yeah. was enough to settle it, right? And so... as part of the agreement they were both sides were not to talk about it in public again. Yeah. And I, that's another thing where other people are putting their own agendas... Mm-hmm. forward and i'm not saying agenda in a bad way i'm very supportive of everybody who's doing more about um sexual assault allegations and well sexual assault um in the world totally good that that's a good thing in the world right now right mm-hmm. I've, I've seen stuff online people are saying this guy should never act again should never do anything again because of these allegations right and that doesn't sit well with me essentially yeah. because of innocent until proven guilty yeah and this could have gone to court and he could have been proven guilty, but that didn't happen. Mm-hmm. And the nuanced part of me is like, well, the allegations are pretty bad, but also they were never proven and I don't know what happened. Yeah. And he's 
that had a really good performance in this film and as a piece of art is that film have to do what's that got to do with him in his private life i know i struggle with it because i'm a woman and the second you say something everyone jumps down your throat for you should be supporting other women and you don't want to get into that like victim blaming territory and everything Mm. It's very possible and plausible that what happened happened, right? And the women fouled against him and they settled it. The thing that I really struggle with is whether a person doing a bad thing, if we say that he did that thing, then makes them a bad person or whether people are complex and can do all sorts of good and bad things and it doesn't actually mean that they're a bad person or a good person. And I can just hear everyone switching off or sighing because I'm defending a sex offender or whatever. but that's the nuance is not there. Exactly. But I, someone could be an awful person. They could be abusive or racist or a misogynist. But is it not possible that they could also be a good filmmaker? It is very possible and it's very <laughs> true. I'm sure there are lots of dickheads around. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like it's just you just because you do one bad thing or you're bad in one area of your life, like say I'm a bad driver, right? Yeah. It doesn't mean that I'm a bad girlfriend. No. It's, people have more than one thing that they've done in their life. Yeah. I'm not talking about I'm not talking about Casey Affleck right now. I'm just talking broadly about yeah. all people. You know, if you're you're only gonna give awards or recognize people or like people who are morally pure, then you're not gonna like or give awards to any person. Absolutely. No one has no one is perfect. I just like it known that the award is not for the best human being on earth. Yeah. It is for best actor in a feature film. And by all accounts, he was last year. Not well, we liked him. His performance. He gave a great performance, right? Yeah, and that's that's. And that's what he's being acknowledged for. Yeah. Is the Academy giving him award for his performance, supporting him as a human being in other areas of his life that he's done badly? I don't necessarily think so. No, and it's not necessarily a bad thing for the Academy to do that, right? No, I just don't like the fact that we're like he shouldn't have won the award because of what he did. Or didn't do. Or didn't do. Because we don't know. No. You know? But I just feel like, I don't know. You know, the other argument on the other side is that you shouldn't be associated. We shouldn't, mm. you know, normalise this sort of behaviour or, you know, in, in, the, in the general sense, that sort of behaviour. Mm-hmm. If we know this person's a dick, we shouldn't give them an award even though they're a good writer or a good director. Yeah. We shouldn't support them. Yeah. Yeah, inadvertently sort of thing. But what if they've made the best movie of the last year? I know. And what one person thinks is bad behaviour isn't necessarily what someone else thinks. Uh, plenty of people support Trump, you know. Yeah, that's and true. just because we don't doesn't mean he shouldn't be president. You know, well, there are reasons he shouldn't be president, but well, yeah. perhaps they're not moral reasons, though, you know. I just think even if he did do it, which, sure, say that he did whatever, he can still be a good actor. And It's really tricky to say that. It really is. And, you know, Ben Affleck was accused of an affair, having an affair and cheating on his wife and everything, right? Mm. He's still a great actor and a great director. You said Bill Murray has been accused of domestic violence. 
he's a bloody hero and a god in yeah, in the in certain, circles. in certain circles, you know. I just feel like can we not admonish someone for doing something for one thing and then praise them for doing a good thing? It's like just take this to basics, right? There's a child and it steals another child's lollipop. We'll say that that was a bad thing to do, but it doesn't mean that child is evil, right? No. And then if that child, I don't know, gave shared its toy with the other child, we would praise that behaviour. Why can we not admonish bad behaviour and praise good behaviour of people acknowledging that they're complex beings and that we'll all stuff up and do good things and bad things and we're just trying to get through this thing called life? I just, I don't know. I don't know. And that's fine to say. <laughs> it's fine to say. You're right, though. When did we all put our all decide our moral behaviour based on who wins the Oscar that year. Yeah, and since since when are we all the freaking moral police? Like, all these people accusing of stuff, you've never done anything bad? Like, Mm. and obviously if he did something and it was awful, that is just a horrible thing that he did. And I think if it happened to me, I would feel very different about my Mm. accuser being acknowledged in front of everyone. But... We understand what he did and can still say this. I don't think we're forgetting Mm. what he did or is supposed to have done. We can say this was wrong that he did this, but he did make a good movie. We're not saying he made a good film and then that just, you know, negates any bad behaviour he's ever done and he's now a hero. Exactly. I just want to preface this by by saying, yeah, I'm not supporting sexual assault. And I feel weird saying that, but I feel like I might have to in the world of of Twitter and whatever we're in, right? However, is his personal life not his personal life and his public life in his work his work? Yeah. You know? And I'm not saying, oh, it's fine to sexually assault people in your personal life because it's personal. (laughs) What I'm saying is you can appreciate the the work that someone's doing in their public lives while not even knowing or caring about what they do in their private lives. Mm. It's like, you know, there are stories about, you know, 50, 60 years ago when politicians would have affairs and all the journalists would know about it, but they were like, well, I'm here to talk about him being president or him being a member of mm. parliament. What he does when he's not at work, not really my business and not really anyone else's business, mm. you know? Mm. Um, so that's right. Is Ben Affleck had an affair or any other actor had an affair? Well, okay, I'm not going to watch their films because I don't like people who have affairs. Well, you're never going to watch any film or mm. do anything in your life because people screw up all the time, you know? Mm. Um, I just want to talk also about you know, your opening remarks about this, where you said um, it's it's tough as a woman to say this sort of thing because we should all support people who speak uh, out against speak sexual out against, assault. Yeah, yeah, definitely. We and we shouldn't get into victim blaming or Absolutely. not believing people just because they're a woman. Yeah. Um, I want to take another the opposite stance to that, or a man's perspective, and this is another very tricky area to talk about because. You don't have a right to an opinion because you're a man. <laughs> well, yeah, kind. Well, I know, well, I know what you mean. Yeah. It's you know, it's men's rights activists on on internet mm-hmm. versus social justice warriors on the internet. Yeah, and there's you can never you can not can't be in between. No. It's obviously one or the other. Mm. However, totally awful, and I cannot comprehend being a victim of sexual assault or sexual harassment. There are all sorts of stories about men who have been accused of those things when it was not true, and them and their lives ruined anyway because of the accusation is always there even if that accusation is later not proven can't be proven or was totally made up and false Mm -hmm. now i'm not 
I'm not even saying that I like that idea. I'm just presenting what a man might say is that they can be accused of sexual assault and even if there's no evidence, it can ruin their lives and their careers. Yeah. Um, and it's very, very tricky and um, and often I've, you know, I've, I've read that um, sexual assault is very hard to prove because often it's only the two people who are involved. Yeah. Um, you're not generally not don't have any witnesses to it. So, and I I, I can't really um, get on board with people who say that um, accusing someone of sexual assault is just as bad as being sexually assaulted. I don't have experience with either of mm-hmm. them, but I, I I I'd argue that perhaps being um, sexually assaulted is a bit worse than being accused of it and not actually. So yeah, I've stumbled through that, but you know what I mean, right? So it is possible that I could walk down the street tomorrow, be accused of sexual assault. It could not be true at all, but for the rest of my life, I am, I've been accused of sexual assault in my past. Yeah. You know, and. But that's, I think that's a different sort of point that. Yeah, I, like I'm not even sure how that even even fits what what you were saying, but I'm saying that's just another side of the argument that gets mm. quite tricky. Mm-hmm. Um, especially when these claims are not proven in a court of law. But I've also explained how that's sometimes very tricky. Yeah. And and especially when a lot of a lot of the world is is in the favor of of um, powerful white men. Mm-hmm. You know. I just think we can both say that if he did those things, that was awful, but he gave a really great acting performance. Yeah, and I I I, right? I agree with that. And I don't know that we can just discount people from being nominated because of what they've done. Because of a moral stance that other people have. Like I just feel right? like you get into weird territory there of firing people because you think mm. that they're Republicans or that you think yeah. they're uh, gun rights activists. You know, yeah. like what's the, what's the level there of where well, you ban you, people? You ban people because they, they're Muslim. Exactly. You know, and that's, you know that's going been... too far the other way. Yeah. It's, it's just, I don't know. People are complex and nuanced and I think – that's what was lacking from the Oscars this year and the discussions surrounding the films. Lacking from all public discussion. Yeah, absolutely, but but linking it to our podcast, yeah, lacking from the Oscars. There was no nuance in, in the La La Land Moonlight debate, which were two great films that were pitted against each other for a reason about race, which wasn't really a theme that was explored in either film. It wasn't really about race, either film. It was about... La La Land was about two people trying to succeed in an industry and Moonlight was about a kid trying to get through his life, you know. And the Casey Affleck should he have won debate, there's no nuance in any of those discussions. And I find that really difficult when, I don't know, we love films and we love talking about films, but we can't talk about films with people who just shut us down because we say one thing they might not agree with. Mm. Well, I've really noticed that recently that you can you can't have an opinion that other people don't like because mm. you're totally discounted and everything else you say is is wrong. And yeah. I find that's a really difficult. It's difficult because I I don't want to listen to people who have said something I don't like, but also maybe they've got some other thing to say that's really good. They've got worth and other aspect of their life. Well, you know? as Jimmy Kimmel said in his opening, reach out to someone who disagrees with you and try to have a civil discourse about that disagreement and why i tried to i tried to i tried to show the guy that he was being a dick about la la land next day he's back at it (laughs) okay well well, thank you for listening to this long rambling discussion it was supposed to be 10 minutes and now it's gone (laughs) forever um 
Yeah, I, I guess the central thing we've come to is that, you know, people are complex, movies mm. are complex, mm. the Oscars are complex, and if you're just going to shout about it and think that you're right and everyone else is wrong, it's that's not a way to be, is it? No. We'd really like to hear your thoughts on the subject if you want to talk to us. You can tweet us at IOnlyLikeYouPod. We've recently changed our Twitter handle. Just, I don't know, I'd be interested in discussing yeah, this me, in a nuanced way <laughs> with yeah, people. Yeah, me too. What did you think of the Oscars? Did you think who won deserved to win? What do you think about the end debacle? Mm. Just quickly, I didn't watch the whole show, but Jimmy Kimmel's pretty funny, the bits I've seen, and pretty self-assured and didn't screw up too much. Um, and the rest of the, the speeches I saw were pretty good. So mm-hmm. tell us what you think about the whole show. Hmm. It's interesting, isn't it? Because it's, as you said, it's an awards night, but it's also... TV a televised show. show that they're trying to like <laughs> manufacture emotion out of yeah. and stuff. It's a bit, it's a bit strange how that works. But anyway, you know, people just try to make good films, and then this happens. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> thank you for listening. Yeah. Thank you very much. Goodbye. Bye. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row, dreaming of something better? Well, Hello Fresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm.